do like attention grabbing headlock ripped from the headlines dick wolf uh, <laughs> episodes, but we felt this is something we wanted to kind of address here in one way or another. And everybody's talking about everybody's it, yeah. talking about it. everybody's talking about a new way of walking, you know. And we thought, hey, let's chat about this. We have someone on staff who's one of the few people in the world, the entire world, that has seen this film. This is a special WHM on screen talking about the Seth Rogen Evan Goldberg film, The Interview, uh, which you all know. Mm-hmm. Has been pussily ripped from theaters uh, by by Sony Pictures, but our resident, the only professional film critic here, Chris Cabin, saw the movie. Yeah. So we have someone who has seen the interview. So and and you can read his review on uh, Slant dot com, Slant Magazine dot Slant Magazine dot com. That's a bad plug. Yeah. <laughs> now it's a better plug because I, now you have the right information. A little bit of course correction, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but. You know, there's so many things going on with this. There's so much that's wrong with it. And in the midst of it all is a movie that you didn't think was that great in the first place. <laughs> I don't think most people do. Like, I read the few reviews that have been, and most of them were pretty mixed or tending towards negative. Yeah. Um, well, so set the story. You just saw this regular old Sony screening room situation. Sony screen, they want to get they wanted to get <laughs> they wanted to get buzz up, I guess. <laughs> so they got the screen. Yeah, that's what this movie needs <laughs> is a little more press. <laughs> so they made the uh press screening a while away. It was like two and a half weeks before the movie actually opened, which with bigger movies like this, that's usually not what they do. It's yeah, usually you're the week of. Week of, sometimes days before. Yeah. Oh, it's, man. I, now I'm just imagining like some big-esque like, genie wish where like some press agent's like, oh man, if only this movie could just get a little <laughs> bit of buzz behind it. I don't care if it's good. I don't care if it's bad. I just want people talking about it. <laughs> and just like put a little a penny in a pond and here we are. Some huge fat genie comes out. <laughs> Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> oh no, Wishmaster! They got Wishmaster. Oh, they definitely. You're right. They totally got the evil gin <laughs> to do the dirty work. What here. if I could tell you that your movie could make profit? <laughs> it's not though. <laughs> it's not. It's, it's not, absolutely not. Good. Not yet, anyway. So you you saw this movie. I saw and this movie. Was it's... there any kind of like, oh man? Because like even a couple weeks ago, like we there was the talk about it. The threats were there. That was all happening. Well, what I don't completely get. I mean, the movie is not. First of all, they botched the character of Kim Jong Un completely. Like he's not an even character. He's not, they didn't really think through. He Actually, wasn't the man you know. No. <laughs> No, he's not. But like, and like Seth Rogen has said very openly, like my point was to debase him. That was what I wanted to do. Was so I they wanted to do to Oon what the South Park guys did to Ill. Yeah, like they wanted to really go at him. And like, but even like the South Park guy, like they had the intelligence to be like, well, we can't just do that. You got to have a movie. There's got to be <laughs> some through line. Yeah. There's got to be yeah. something to it. And yeah. like, you can't just make a movie where you kill a dictator of uh, uh, perhaps the most like famed current dictator out there. Yeah, most he's eccentric, top of the list. And yeah. like, and just kill him and then have the movie not really be about how much you dislike him. Like, right. He talks, Rogan talked a lot about how much he doesn't like the guy and just like this was a humanitarian thing to him a little bit. But uh-huh. like the movie isn't angry. The movie is very much like, well, he might be a person. <laughs> so it's kind of the exact opposite of what they're at least saying they want to do. Yeah. I think it's kind of weird that he uh, is like so offended by Kim Jong-un, if anything, because... 
weed is totally legal in North Korea. <laughs> so you well, think he'd have some sort of warmth towards him. Well, you would think that you would just like, cause obviously what you're trying to do is you're trying to do a great dictator type of thing. Sure. I would assume that's what, Right, you know, but the, the genius about the Chaplin film is that he inserted himself into the role of the dictator. Yes. You know, well, I guess it's one thing if it's like, oh no, we accidentally kill Kim Jong-un and then someone comes in and is like, it's a rule in North Korea. If you slay the dictator, now you rule the country. <laughs> and then Seth Rogen's just running North Korea. And I mean, there's the whole... It's a lot of fun. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of good movies. He's got like that movie castle or whatever he's got going on there. Oh, his dad's movie castle, yeah. yeah. I mean, they... The thing is, is that like in The Great Dictator, you have him with the family and like they are living under the rule of Hitler. Right. This like there's nobody you don't you don't see the world of North Korea. They're in his castle. Most of the movie. So it's not any of like, here's how horrible it is to live in this. They just talk about it. And like, what's the number one rule of movies? Show it. Don't say it. (laughs) Right, right, right. And like there's one joke about like, oh, he's got fake grocery stores. That's it. Uh-huh. Like that's really it. Is that like oh that's <laughs> like that's him him showing like his veil over the country. And I'm like you got to do more than that. You got to work harder. One thing I read this week was that apparently the writer the screenwriter who wrote for South Park and some other stuff the Daily like, Show yeah uh, he originally pitched this as an an Osama bin Laden movie. It was about mm-hmm. you know he's gonna what if a what if a what if an interviewer tried to kill Osama bin Laden and then that Sasha Baron Cohen movie that nobody saw came out. He's like, well, oh, he's the, got that market covered. Yeah, the dictator. Yeah, nobody saw. that I movie. saw that. Did you have to review that one? I too? did not have you to. Review poor that fucked. One. <laughs> but even that one, he's like an amalgamation. He's right. yeah. a cobbling together of like the eccentricities. I mean, that's and closer to the great dictator. Yes. And you're you're making this stance on the guy and on a series of guys too, and like ma- crafting a world around there. You know right. what I mean? Like yeah, that's yeah. that's more. I mean, not that I've seen that movie, but I imagine Sasha Baron Cohen does things, right? Sasha Baron Cohen is a very talented guy. Yeah. So like, if it's one thing he's really good at is building up the world of a character, yes. and that's dark humor. Like the dictator is mostly dark humor. This movie. It's all fucking boner jokes and yeah, like yeah. and like it's the Rogan and Franco thing, which I usually am just fine with. I, I right. laugh very hard at the movie, and there were parts of this movie I laughed at too. Um, but my God, like <laughs> when you're trying to do this shit and you're doing it poorly, it really shows. Yeah, like if you're gonna you, your eyes have to match your stomach with this material, right? And if it's not, you're in big trouble. So now we have this situation where you're one of the few people on the planet that may ever see this movie, right? Mm-hmm. So we all we all know what the sitch is with this, right? So the whole hack thing happens. Our government has is at least claiming that they can prove that it's North Korea that <laughs> that did the Sony hack that released a series of hilarious emails. Yeah. My favorite being the train of why do we keep giving Adam Sandler so much money? Yeah. My God, isn't it beautiful to know that they're thinking that too? It's like it's like we're all people, right? Because we're we all, all put our pants on one leg at a time. Dude, you know what, Steve? It just takes a village, man. Yeah, is it? We're all just on the same wavelength. For those of you who don't know, the thing was it was like a Sony, like how's our company doing, like self evaluation thing, and it was all sorts of different issues that people were raising. But the hilarious thing that. 
uh, some, kept coming up. And it just kept popping up was essentially, why do we have this relationship with Happy Madison? Why do we keep giving Adam Sandler so much money for such abysmal movies? We thought we were Sony Pictures. Shouldn't we be holding ourselves to a standard of some kind? <laughs> I mean, all of these things are, yes, yeah, yeah, you should, totally. I don't know why you keep doing it. It's kind of, I mean, I don't usually, I never like to side with Aaron Sorkin, uh, <laughs> ever. Um, but his piece was pretty, pretty dead on about, like, we, we shouldn't be looking at these emails no. because that, that was the, the fact that we gave into the, that part alone and we were, we all had that Schadenfreude. Now, now they took your interview away. You know what I mean? Not that that's the world's <laughs> biggest crime, but it's a weird precedent to have and we're all a bit complicit in, in this sort of the rubberneck, and I you do, know? and I do feel like the bigger part of the choice to pull it is that I think they don't want more of these fucking emails coming out. Well, because I mean, some of, I mean, the Ob- the obviously the racist Obama shit, which was horrific. You're totally right, and it's the same thing with like the celebrity phone hacking thing yeah. that happened over the summer. Like, we should not be privy to this yeah, stuff. Like, that's, to, it's it's unfair. You can't you can't report on it. It's not news. It's 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 illegally obtained materials. Right. And I mean and and that's the shitty thing, right? It's like I I guess to a degree like yeah, we're at fault for reading it, but if we didn't have it thrown in front of us, no sure. one would be able to read it anyway. Like media don't make a story about it. Yeah. Like yeah. that's how that should work. Well, I mean, the problem is that TMZ's always going to make a story about it, yeah. and if TMZ's making a story about it, CNN has to make a story about it. <laughs> exactly. You don't want to be duped by that Harvey whatever. Levine? Uh, Harvey yeah, Levine? Harvey Levin. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to be you don't want to be duped by the guy who used to work at the People's Court. We're fucking CNN, goddammit. <laughs> Can't have that happen. And I mean, you have your audience model now. Like, you have to do it now. Like, you yeah. had to cover all of Jennifer Lawrence's naked pictures. You had to do all of it. Exactly. So you're in there now with, you know, the slop and the hogs. So, you know, and again, this is for anyone who hasn't been doing, you know, following this or living under a rock or whatever you've been doing. <laughs> but, you know, so then what happened was, you know, the next threat comes through if you premiere this movie, if you play this movie, there's going to be a, quote, 9-11 style attack on something the vaguest of whatever's yes no substantiated claim of any kind it's just all you got to do is it's it's the family guy joke i don't like referencing family guy that much because i think it's a terrible show sure that joke when lois is running for some sort of city council or whatever it is and she realizes all she has to do is say 9-11 and people will listen and prick up their ears and that's all this is is all they had to do was say 9-11 style something or other and all of a sudden we're shitting pants well it's that that weird thing though is like do you and I, I mean, like, they're in a tough spot. I mean, I, I do think that pulling it is a really bad precedent and all of that. But really, if people die during the interview, do you want <laughs> and you were warned about it? Do you want that on your hands just so you can watch James Franco look at J- Seth Rogen's boner or something? That happens. <laughs> <laughs> he knows for a fact, everybody. Uh, we hate movies exclusive. Oh, wait. Sorry. Seth Rogen looks like James Franco's boner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh got it back. Yeah, we got to get the information on the boner gazing correct. Made sure. I see what you're saying, Steve, but at the end of the day, it comes down to someone just randomly saying something oh, sure. yeah. and forcing all of this to happen. So they say this thing, and then all of a sudden, all the big chains yeah. uh, start pulling out. So like your Regals yeah. and your AMCs. I don't think Lowe's pulled out, which is interesting, but uh, all these big chains yeah. pull out. So then Sony just decides, well, we're not going to release the movie. 
which is, I think is a horrible idea and it's a horrible precedent to set. And as I was having this discussion with coworkers today, because I, I work in an industry where all we talk about is movies getting released or not. That's a big part of what I do is following, you know, release trends and box office and shit like that. And as we're having this discussion, it's announced that Paramount is blocking the Alamo Draft House from playing Team America World Police, which so that whole thing was they canceled the interview. So Alamo thought it would be funny or patriotic or whatever to announce that on the 27th of December, they were going to have screenings of Team America World Police. And then I think that, in my opinion, they kind of took it too far. They were like, we're going to be passing out all sorts of red, white, and blue, whatever. <laughs> like, just play the fucking movie, okay? Like, but, I get it. You want your theater chain to be fun and jovial yeah, and whatnot, yeah. but playing the movie's enough. To be fair, though, Paramount was threatened with being haunted. <laughs> so that was a big problem. You yeah. really don't want the ghost of a dictator. No, right? that's yeah, the scariest guy. Because they're following you home. Yeah. They're and not just staying at your business office. Has <laughs> there been a Hitler ghost movie yet? And if so, why not? <laughs> like, you're, oh my God. You, so, you know, it, make it like Germany, like 2929, right? And. <laughs> And so you're just living in you're living in a big apartment building, and oh my god, it was built on the fucking bunker, dude. <laughs> Hitler ghost, Hitler ghost, and Ava Braun, Ava, Ava, Hitler geist, Hitler geist, Hitler geist, and Ava oh Braun is like crying in the corner when you're trying to go to sleep. That's kind of eerie, right? That's scary. Oh yeah, just let, let me tell you, the only things spookier than like <laughs> ghosts are weeping. Oh ghosts. yeah, I will kill myself much faster if I stumble across a weeping ghost for sure. Oh my god. Craig, Craig T. Nelson's sleeping. He just hears us. <laughs> he just hears. Eva. Eva, no. <laughs> just like. Dude. He keeps on waking up and he goes back to sleep and he can't stop it. They have to hire that tiny lady's German cousin and she's like walking around the house and she's just like, they're here. <laughs> oh, man. This house is clearing. <laughs> Oh, Hitlergeist. Great idea. You know what, Steve? I don't want to do this, but could you take a leave of absence from the show to write that screenplay? All right. All right. All right. Fully paid leave of absence. Of course. We can use the same graphics from Cloud Atlas. Don't worry about it. The thing I don't know about, though, is I'm wondering if uh, Alamo perhaps jumped the gun with announcing that this was booked. Because I'm wondering if here's, – here's how it works. You send an email to a company that owns the rights to screen a film, sure. known as the distributor. So you send an email to Paramount and you say, hey, Paramount, I want to play this movie in this format on this day. And they say, okay, here are the terms. You usually pay like a guarantee up front, things like that. I'm wondering if they announced, hey, we're going to play this movie before going to make the booking for the film. Right? So they're saying that Paramount pulled it, but... If they didn't check with Paramount first and they were like, this is what we're going to do. Yeah. And then yeah. Paramount, like they went like, dear Paramount, we'd like to play Team America World Police to, you know, replace the lost shows of the interview well, that we had. I mean, you would hope that they're like PR people aren't that stupid because well, that would be a major flub. If you're the PR marketing guy and you pull something like that and they haven't secured it all. Right. You've got the rights guy, like, who might be cool, and he's like, yeah, that's an awesome idea. And then this story comes out, and his boss is like, oh, what the fuck, and runs down the hallway. That's, I mean, that's the thing, right? I was thinking about it, because, like, 
I love working with Paramount. I've worked with Paramount a bunch of times on different things. They're super cool people and really helpful. Yeah. So I can only imagine that it was just like, yeah, why the hell not? You know, what, whatever. It's not the interview. No yeah. one's, yeah, who cares? That movie came out 10 years ago or whatever, you know, like, what could that matter? And then you're right. I feel like it's a thing where some fat cat was like, oh no, wait a minute. <laughs> I have a lot of emails in my inbox that I don't want to hack. <laughs> exactly. Just picturing some fat guy running down the hallway. Oh, yeah, like Hudsucker proxy. Like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I, I don't know which, you know, which came first if they agreed to it and then pulled it or Draft House announced it and then they were like, oh, hang on a second. But still, like, as Paramount, you should know how that's going to look. Yeah. Uh, and, like, I understand you had to do it for your own interest, but, like, really, that looks like you're doing exactly what Sony's doing and you're painting yourself in a not great light. And even, that, even worse, because yeah. there's a specific threat that Sony is kind of reacting to or is reacting to. And you're just sort of like going overboard the other way. And that, and that was the thing that we were, we were literally talking about this like today at work and the, the pros and cons of what Sony did. And everybody yeah. was, you know, had different points and things like that. And then it comes across the, and I had been saying like, it's a slippery slope because who knows what could happen? Who knows what's going to pull what this, that, and the other thing. Anyone can make a generic threat and all of a sudden other movies aren't getting released. Yeah. Like minutes after this conversation, it comes across the wire that this happens with Paramount, and I was like, "My God, it's happening so much so faster quickly. than I and thought." And that Corel so movie got canned. The Corel movie got canned, which is another just act of cowardice. Like, I, I it's so insane yeah. that you're just you're you're reacting this way to this kind of like. Don't stifle creativity, man. Just, like, don't do it. I don't care. You know. It's fine that you didn't like the interview. That's but that's my right is to not like it or exactly. like it. Exactly. Like you still have the right to see it. They still have the right to make that movie. Well, what's so interesting to me is like and I, I mean it's I, I know exactly what it is, so it's not that interesting, but like you have movies like Red Dawn and Olympus Has Fallen. Now, wait, so so wait a second. So to clarify, the Red Dawn remake, remake. in where they replace Soviets with North Koreans invading America. Well, they first they replace Soviet uh paratroopers with uh chinese paratroopers and then right before release because they were worried about the chinese market right they right. switched it to north korea you're right and in that movie and in olympus has fallen they are they they portray them as bloodthirsty cruel lunatics <laughs> olympus has fallen is one of the most violent films i've seen in recent memory like the siege on the white house is nuts. which is it's carried out by secret north koreans pretending to be south koreans by the way <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's and, and they like wear different ties and change them <laughs> exactly no we really like bong joon ho <laughs> i mean it's <laughs> it is brutal that movie the siege on the white house in that movie is disturbing no problems there and there's like executions in red dawn like north koreans are bringing like americans out to like the canyons and blowing their heads off yeah and this is what we're retreating with is boner but jokes. that's what I, I mean it makes sense because the whole thing is that with if you're scared of them yeah, like that's they're, they're fine. That's fine if strong. they're bloody, you yeah. know, bloodthirsty. We yeah. want you're totally that, right. That's that's fine with him. But if you're telling me that he's laughing at a boner and like <laughs> he's having fun, with James Franco, and they're playing grab ass, <laughs> that's something. And like that's really gonna make you look like a little fool. Uh, uh, we we hate movies exclusive. There is grab ass in this film. There is grab ass. <laughs> Confirmed grab ass. Rated R for s several scenes of grab ass <laughs> and allusions to other grab asses. So I mean, to wrap this up, like where does this leave us? Can I propose a protest? 
Sure. And I, I'm, I'm a pretty politi- politically minded guy. You know, if you follow my Twitter feed, you'll know you won't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's all about comic books. <laughs> we all have a sit in, right? And we all watch interview with Steve Buscemi. <laughs> Like that is that's like a hunger strike times twelve, right? Yeah. No, I'm not like doing that. All Steve. day, all day on Christmas. You lost me. You already lost me. Isn't that it's him and Michael Pitt? Is it? No, that it's movie? him and Sienna Miller. Oh yeah, you're right. And it's a remake of a Greek movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Gr- great actor that Steve Buscemi. Not Direct. a great director. <laughs> <laughs> great actor though. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so I just I, yeah, everybody's been throwing out like all sorts of things. Like, why don't they just put it on VOD? Like, yeah. I heard someone saying, like, even that it takes a lot of preparation. The earliest they could do that is February. I don't know how substantiated that is. My thinking is someone at Sony needs to just leak the whole movie. That was my. People will watch it. You mm-hmm. know, they will illegally torrent it and whatever. And you know, it's fine. You you're not planning on putting it out anyway, at least for now. Like, I don't know how definitive they've been about it, but. Leak it yourselves. Get that buzz going. And six months from now, put that shit out on Blu-ray and watch the sales come yeah. in. Well, no, but you know, that's the difference, though, is if they just wait six months and then release it on Blu-ray, nobody's even seen it except for a few Chris Cabins here and there. <laughs> then it's totally shrouded in mystery. If it gets leaked, people, there will be that critical consensus that it's like, oh, it's just kind of a comedy. You know what I mean? And people will like it and people won't. But if it... The more they hold it is kind of to their benefit financially. So you're saying just wait a long time and just release it on DVD and everyone's going to be foaming at the mouth yeah, yeah. to see what this is. If you can keep it off torrent, which you probably can't because no, uh, clearly Sony's uh, defense mechanism isn't exactly. Yeah, it. Sony's track record with getting things uh, put on <laughs> torrents is not that great. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know what the answer is, but I do know that the incorrect answer is pulling bookings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, no, they chose wrongly. Yeah, it's it's, it's bad. the wrong cup. It's bad. Yeah. And whether or not you're scared of more hacking or you're bummed out that a bunch of theater chains are pulling out and whatever, like whatever it is, it's wrong. And you're sending an incredibly wrong-headed message you're to Sony, the rest of the community. You Sony for freaking pictures, man. You're one of the big guys. You should. You are one of the big guys. Yeah, and I mean, you're really like just throwing yourself in the mud doing this shit. Oh, here's a brainwave. Will there be an awkward bit at the Academy Awards about There's this? There's going to be so many bad jokes. <laughs> oh, yeah. At the Golden Globes and oh, at the, the oh, no, the, oh, the Globes are already right. They're furiously <laughs> typing at the Globes There's right going to be at least 50, and they're all going to be awful. Absolutely. No, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Like they went, who, Who's hosting the Globes? Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. They, they went and they were like, scrap it. <laughs> <laughs> scrap it all. Turn on the news, and let's just create, baby. Or maybe there's good. Make jokes, good idea. Do a somber, we are artists and we are being hurt right now. That's a problem. There's going to be a speech. So, is somebody wearing tape on their mouth? I hope not. <laughs> I really hope not because we're just making silly it's movies definitely going to be Ed Harris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You don't want Ed Harris giving him a microphone. What is the thing? Oh, what is it? Is it? It's when um, uh, 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 on, on the waterfront director. 
Ilya Kazan. Kazan. That's oh, yeah. Ed Harris. When, yes, he, yeah, when, when, when he does not stand. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's the greatest video of all time when Ilya Kazan gets the honorary Oscar and everyone says that Ed Harris is just arm folded. <laughs> him, him, him and Amy Madigan, they were just stonewalling. Oh, man. Oh, it's uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, it's uncomfortable. If I ever had occasion to sit out a standing ovation, I would feel really good about myself. But it's so impossible to do. <laughs> You just, you know what? You, you get wrapped up in it, and it's like, my God, I don't want to look like that much of a jerk. Maybe I'll stand but not clap, which you can do. <laughs> yeah. I don't think, like, that's the thing is it really, it does depend on who wins the awards. Yeah. Keaton's not making that speech. Unfortunately, probably not. Keaton wouldn't make that speech because, you know, he's a little class. He doesn't want to be playing that. Oh, I like, thought you meant he's not going to make the speech because he's not going to win it. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, he's not going to make because he's a serious actor. He's not going to be like, oh, artists are so, you know. Right. You don't need that. But, like, one of the others, I mean, it depends. Who wins? Oh, wait. Here's one. Franco and Rogan come out to present an award. Yeah. They bring the actor who plays Un with them in character. Oh. Uh, Randall Park. Do you think they just drag him out like, oh, hey, oh, hey, man. Oh, oh, I thought we weren't supposed to be seen together. Oh, oh, this is weird. I wouldn't be surprised. That sounds like something. Yeah, I would imagine. <laughs> write your bad jokes now, guys. Uh, so write it down on a piece of paper and date it and we'll see who wins. Exactly. <laughs> I guess only time will tell what happens with this movie. Hopefully it doesn't turn into a, the day the clown cried or uh, the full cut of the devils. Right. Like. We actually see this movie because I don't. I don't care whether or not it's good. I no. care that I should be able yeah. to see this. Movie. Sure. I mean, it's. Not, I. I don't think it's going to be like the nine-hour cut of Greed, where like <laughs> it's just gone because the studio was like, "Fuck it." No, it's eventually it's going to come out in one way. I mean, the I, end, I don't know how, but it's going to come out. The ending part already leaked, so you got to yeah. figure the rest the of most, the movie is far end, behind. That is the most. I would say, like, <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the hot scene. <laughs> That's WHM On Screen with our quick chat about the interview. We'll see you on Tuesday for the final episode of 2014, which, by the way, the hint again was woof. So until Tuesday, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadek. Chris Gavin. Take it easy.